I'm Maria Shahada, and I'm about to get drunk and solve some crimes. But if you want to see me live and sober, go to mariashahada.com. And Drunk Women Solving Crime will still be drunk as part of the Vaults Festival on International Women's Day on March 8th. Special guests to be announced. Oh, you're in for a real treat with the To Be Announced. To Be Announced is such a great act. For more information and for tickets, go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk Women Solving This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime... Come the Braver Street. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Have a little bit of that. Do you think that guns kill ghosts? No, people kill people ghosts. People kill ghosts. <laughs> What's 2019? Subtract 180. That's impossible. <laughs> that could be like Tetley's tagline, like, so you'll never have to fuck your husband. <laughs> Let's do this. We are, as always, Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hey, Katie and Hannah, how are you? Good, great, good to hear. I'm so excited to introduce our guest for this episode is the fantastic comedian and podcaster, Maria Shahata. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming. This is exciting. I'm so excited. Oh, good. Good, good, good. We love we love an excited guest because the first thing we always ask is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I was living in New York. Uh, wow, a crime in New York? I know. <laughs> that's always that's always a great start. <laughs> yeah. I just moved from Ohio and I went to, um, I had some friends in from out of town. We went to a club. Uh, we went dancing. And uh, just fresh from Ohio, Ohio brain, I was like, you know what? I'll just throw my purse over here. <gasps> oh, mate. Why? No. I threw my coat over it. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And what is yeah, Ohio which like? Which is an Indiana brain. Like, you combine two states. Like, just throw your coat on it. Yeah, right. Or, you know, when you go to the beach and you shove your wallet in the shoes... Yeah. And you're like, nobody will ever look in shit. <laughs> that was sort of the mindset. And you're already a bit drunk. And you're like, no one's really going to. Yeah. So I went out dancing and I was just like, and I came back. And would you believe? <laughs> actually thought to lift up my coat. <laughs> that foolproof plan. And he took my purse. So, Aww. yeah. So, um, But left the coat, which is kind yeah, of offensive to your coat. H&M. <laughs> um, and so, like. I, you know, it's I'm like, sure they checked it out though. Like, I bet they looked at the label and went, meh. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not there was a moment. worth it. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, um, uh, so they stole everything. Mine. It was like wallet, keys, cell phone, you know, everything. Yeah. And, you know, there's a moment of denial when you're, when that happens to you because you're like, oh, maybe someone turned it in. Maybe people are kind. <laughs> yeah, no. no. They didn't turn it in. They, somebody had taken it. So, um, and just started off a whole spiral of events that night that ended up being the worst night because my friend friends from out of town like they were staying in jersey with family and they'd offered like you could come stay with us and i was like 
it's right. If I could just buy borrow money for the cab, I'll just go home. My flatmate will let me in. It'll be fine. <laughs> so they did. They gave me money for the cab, and I went home. Forgot my flatmate was out of town no. that weekend, no. and and this this girl was always home. Like point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> always yes. there and just always yes. on the couch, always watching TV. <laughs> this is the one time <laughs> she was out of town. She was on somebody else's couch. Yeah. So and like I just oh. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have anything. I couldn't wow. do anything. Yeah. But <laughs> no, there's a there's a nearby diner that um, a lot of comedians would hang out at after shows. So I went by oh. there to see if there's anyone there and there was one comedian and he and I was like can I stay with you tonight I can't get into my flat and he was like well I said apartment at the time and he was like like cause he was living with his girlfriend and she was out of town it was a big weekend it was like, oh. like one of those 4th of July weekends or something and she was out of town and he was like I just don't want my neighbors to see me coming home oh. with a girl oh. yeah, I was like like come on I need help and so I ended up staying there but he was so paranoid just like just just go in and like he had like try to figure out what he would say if the neighbors God, saw don't and flatter like, yourself yeah I know like, oh, like such a backdoor woman like just just wow. leave out the window but also like wow nosy neighbors like to worry about like they're like fidelity and hounds. then right, like, to, make to sure. dob in like you've the... met neighbors in New York right they don't just nothing they, they don't acknowledge your existence if you're in the elevator together there's yeah. no there's no how are you doing today like, there's in nothing in the wrong place like you're good they don't care and even if even if, you, if they saw you stab a knife into my back they would just be like whatever just blinders on just like <laughs> just gonna mind my own business you know yeah. The homeless man spit on me in an, uh, on a bus. <gasps> Whoa. Is this I only bring this up. Night? This is a different <laughs> okay. night. But I only bring this up because like, he was messing with me and he was threatening me and then he spat his power bar on me. But I remember like running to the bas- back of the bus like so I was trying to get away from him. And wow. this other, this older couple, just they were reading a newspaper. This is back when newspapers were a thing. And then <laughs> they just like lifted it up and ignored <laughs> yeah. me completely. That's New York for you. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you get any of the stuff back? No, so no, I never saw that stuff again. But um, it was one of those things where it was just like I had to borrow money from a friend and then go to the phone shop, get a new phone, cancel all my credit cards. Like, yeah, it was, it was a mess. Such a mess. Yeah, once I, once I got to my laptop, I could cancel everything. It was. Ugh. And did you Maria. like? Did you have to report like to the police? You have to get like a crime number so you can. Oh no, because I suppose you're not going to get anything back on insurance. Oh no, 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 no. There wasn't Just any insurance and, and the like good luck getting the New York police to give a shit about that. <laughs> They're like, right, yep, totally writing it down. Sure. What color was a purse? That's cool. Yeah. First question, have you been shot? No. <laughs> Maria, can you still dance? Can you still go dancing or has this ruined your love of dancing? I'm the person on the dance floor with my shit on me. Nice. <laughs> I have that. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Just it's like swinging and hitting people, and I don't care. I'm like, this is staying on me. I'm having a good, safe time. <laughs> One thing we always ask is if you had the perpetrator in the room, whoever they might be, what would you say to them now? What did you do with the $12 you got from me? <laughs> did, you, did you have a nice lunch? Like, what, what did you. I always want yeah, to know that I bought like, one I, beer because it's New York. Yeah, I always wonder the disappointment he must have felt Ooh. like after going through this crime and like just actually taking the person. It's like, all right, what did I get? <laughs> and you got fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've 
always mm. thought that like if yeah if someone stole my bag it would have like an inhaler in it mm. it would have several sanitary towels and a lot of receipts yeah. and that's pretty much it like <laughs> I keep my credit card like well my debit card in my trouser pocket because I tap in and out of the tube a lot okay. and like I keep my phone in my pocket there's nothing in there right okay. and so, like, so not a good uh, haul criminals no. just so you know Hannah George keeps her <laughs> <laughs> uh, on right her or the left pocket I Hannah for the, for the pickpocketers <laughs> for the listening the <laughs> okay Maria thank you so much for sharing that story sorry that you've been a victim but thanks for bearing your soul it was therapeutic thank you good. <laughs> good. are we ready to solve some true crime Woo! good cheers guys cheers Woo! great to have you great to have another American accent in the room those are all my glasses wasted <laughs> 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 it was kind of amazing how she just juggled five of them neatly <laughs> together. Okay, guys, this is a murder case, and uh, I'm glad you didn't cheer. I was worried that I'd be like, this is a murder serious case. Serious faces, serious faces. <clears throat> but what's interesting about this case is that it actually set a legal precedent regarding self-defense. Ooh. Yeah, and the issues raised in this case were not settled until a court of appeals decision, which was 180 years later than oh, the events that are wow. about to be told. I, I do story. love a legal precedent. <laughs> love a precedent. Um, yeah, so the case begins, like all good murder cases, uh, with some ghost sightings. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So here's where we're at. This should have been I'll... the Halloween case. <laughs> well, it's Halloween all year round to me, yeah. Katie. Halloween's not just for Halloween, it's for all year. You're right, and I apologize. I keep it in my Do heart. Do you see ghosts? The true meaning? No, I don't. Okay. Well, I did once, and I told the story, and I didn't see once. Something weird uh, happened. Listen! All right, all right. <laughs> this is about me and my one ghost experience that I resent. <laughs> because I, it goes I, against I my have, beliefs and everything. I have a semi-haunted You'll- house. You do. How do yes. you know? Semi-haunted. Is that like semi-detached? Well, because <laughs> he's, I, he's half dead. <laughs> Are you talking about your husband? <laughs> I don't think it's haunted, but sometimes at night when I'm half asleep and delirious with like childcare and stuff, I feel like I can hear a child crying. But when I check my kids, they're asleep. Again, but is it, that your husband? But yeah, he's <laughs> really upset when I. <laughs> it's horrible. Do your neighbors have kids or anything? Yeah, no, but it's like I think it's just like that thing of. She like, lives in the country. The neighbors are very, no, very we, far away. No, we're semi-detached. Oh yeah, sorry. So in this location, I will ask you some questions in a moment. Um, a number of people claim to have seen and even been attacked by this ghost who was said to be the spirit of a man who had committed suicide the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, the belief at the time was that suicide victims should not be buried in consecrated ground uh, because their souls would never be at rest. It's, it's like when I sleep on a sprung mattress <laughs> instead of memory foam. Like, just <laughs> so agitated. So the ghost was said to be very tall and dressed all in white. Um, So this is what most people reported, although at other times the ghost was described as wearing a calfskin garment with horns and large glass eyes. Sorry, that's really specific. That was reported multiple times. That apparently was reported more than once. Do you think the ghost was like, do I want to wear white today? Or am I (laughs) (laughs) calfskin? Am I in a glass eye kind of mood? So... Tall and dressed all in white, pretty classic. And then calfskin garment with horns and large glass eyes, pretty freaky. My first question is, which ghost would you rather encounter? (laughs) I think, like, immediately, as soon as you said 
they're like dressed all in white I just thought of Gareth Gates in the final <laughs> of the very first X Factor yeah. I believe it was the first X Factor or was it uh, I think it was X Factor him and Will Young and he was wearing Pop Idol I've just been told oh. by uh, our producer Ooh, that, that it is been, Pop Idol that could have been very dangerous we could have got a few letters legal, like. <laughs> some legal ramifications talk about a legal precedent but yeah so I was thinking about that and I thought oh it could be the ghost of Gareth Gates and then I remembered he's not dead and he's not tall so <laughs> I would like to go with the white dressed person because okay. I'd see him and I'd be like, you okay. reminded me of Gareth Gates and that's kind of cute. Oh, wow. Yeah. You spun a whole tale around this. <laughs> so I love nice. this. Guys, which one would you rather encounter? I, I think like the most obvious thing is like, I don't want to encounter anything with like horns because you said there are horns and glass eyes. Like, thank you, no. Horns and large glass but... eyes. Not just small glass eyes. Big, big ass, <laughs> large but, glass eyes. Yeah. So I'm so. I, but the but all white reminds me of like like these um these these really spiritual people in LA who dress in all white and then the prayer beads and stuff because they like mm. have to show that they're gurus or something and oh, I wouldn't want to encounter that either. Right. I bet they chat like a lot. Chat. Chat. Oh, chat. <laughs> Oh my, my God. mind tried to make so much sense of that. I was like, maybe because they eat lentils. <laughs> um, so if yeah, you're going to shit yourself as well, don't do it in a white suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the the dressed all in white. Okay. I see. I'm going to go devil horns. Are Just you? partly to be different. Partly, you know where you are with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> white could be anything. There are a truer word spoken. I was so freaked out by the horns and glass eyes. I was like, seriously? Oh my God. There's just, it's so, that's really freaky to me. Sounds like the Gruffalo, but like a nightmare version. <laughs> just gotta be a mouse and you'll be fine. <laughs> you have a solution for every ghost situation. It's a shame, Katie Wilkins, that you were not on site when the rest of this went down. So my next question is where and when are we based on the information that I've given so far? Any guesses what year this is? Um, what location? Well, I know that there was a lot of spiritualism in the 1920s, mm. but also the Victorians had seances. Also, and stuff. we have to be over 180 mm. years ago. Was it 180 years before it? The law changed. years until the law, yeah, was, was sort of settled. But, you know, the law right, could so have been settled yesterday or it could have um, been 80 years ago. It could be so because this could be why Taylor's doing the thing because it was in the news. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so maybe it's 180 years ago. What's today? Yeah, what's 2019, like... Subtract That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't do that sober. Um, That's impossible. That's the best answer to maths I've ever heard. I'm just gonna say that every time somebody's like, "What's blah blah blah?" I'll be like, "That's impossible." Actually, it's, it's, it's actually not impossible. So it's like, is this was eighteen forty or something? Is oh. it roughly? You're going to say 1840? Yeah, I think. Are you going to go with Victorian or more 1920s? Which one is it there, Katie W? Well, it's it's got to it's got to be maybe the well, early Victorian then. Give me a year, baby. Give me a year. Okay, I'm going to say that they changed the law in 1980, so I'm going to say it's 1800. Nice. And you I said, love that. Did you do that just for the easy math? Yeah. <laughs> if I go 1800, I just need to add 180. That is not impossible. I, know. I, I can ask, do it. <laughs> I ask questions that I would never want to be asked. I'm going to go <laughs> 1762 on pure instinct. Nice. Katie Wilkins, you're only four years off. It was 1804. Oh, no. I was close, though. Sorry. <laughs> Rather than celebrate you, I just want everyone to know. <laughs> 
I was 75 years old. <laughs> and location? Just a quick guess. What are you thinking? Where are we? I think I feel like there's something very British about horns and glass eyes. I think. <laughs> I think we're in Britain. Nice. Okay. I think we're in America. Okay. We love horns and glass Can you just too. say America? It's huge. Like, can you just, or is there <laughs> well, a specific city that we have to... Wherever they set Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling in your gut, we are a gut-driven force. Was it Salem? Norway. I suppose it was. Yeah. Yes. Say- yeah. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Yes. Oh, the horns and glass eyes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Why is that Norwegian to me? It just is. Vikings. Vikings. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Although my six-year-old the other day went like, you know the horns on Vikings was a myth, right? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. They did sharpen their teeth, though. That was a bit like horns. And they drank out of horns. Yeah. Can't put that down, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, <laughs> they it's have not me, it's the glass. You are correct, Hannah George. We are in Britain, more specifically. Oh! London, more specifically, Hammersmith. Whoa. Guys, this is known as the Hammersmith. Crime. The Hammersmith ghost murder. It's not very creative, is it? Pretty just, on the nose with everything. That's just, <laughs> just what the facts are. The Hammersmith yeah. ghost murder of yeah. 18... What was it? 1804? 1804. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 1803. <laughs> you were even closer. Yay, I apologize. Me. Okay. Local people claimed the man whose spirit was terrorizing the neighborhood had been buried in the Hammersmith churchyard. And once people started reporting sightings, uh, the stories spread. You can imagine. It was even alleged at one point that two women, one elderly and one pregnant had been seized by the ghost whilst walking close to the graveyard and both were so frightened by the experience that they both died of shock a few days later. Now this is an unsubstantiated story. It's pretty... How can that be unsubstantiated? They've got records in 1803, so how is that unsubstantiated? There'd be a death certificate. So the ghost did what? Like it, it like attack. How did, how did seized it, them? So, so like when you when a ghost seizes a person, does that mean they just come in and like you just kind of oh shock yeah, and we, then yeah, is it possession like, or a bit yeah. of grabbing? I don't know. I literally just have it down as like that was one of the stories that was told. <laughs> I don't personally think it's true because I'm like, why is it a pregnant woman, an elderly woman? Like I feel like they're just throwing vulnerable people under a bus. Oh, okay. I feel like somebody was like, okay, okay, we're gonna tell. Okay, it's gonna be a woman. No, 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 a pregnant, pregnant. Oh, and an old one. An old one. I feel like it was an old pregnant woman. woman. You can't do an that. Old, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, an engraving of the Hammersmith ghost was published in a magazine at the time, which was called Kirby's Wonderful and Scientific Museum. <laughs> but wonderful and scientific. I mean, it's one yeah. or the other, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Kirby's really writing is. his own bio. <laughs> wonderful and scientific. Also, science like, was entertaining back then. It's a magazine. It's not yeah. a museum. Like, don't pretend you've opened a museum when you're just printing shit. Wonderful and scientific. That's not <laughs> what you want your GP to say. Is it like, I'm going to give you a prescription. It is wonderful but come and scientific. On. If one- there was a cure for cancer, it would be wonderful and scientific. Yeah. And wonderful back then probably actually meant full of wonder rather than just like awesome. Like, (laughs) we found another planet, guys. It's 1803. Yeah. (laughs) There's upwards of four now. You could edit this newspaper. It would be amazing. (laughs) Guys, it's 1805. I can make science entertaining when I learn some, especially. (laughs) Did I say it was Kirby's? It was Katie's. (laughs) Wonderful and scientific museum. Um, 
So Hammersmith at this point is just being whipped up in a frenzy. Like stuff's being published. People are doing engravings. Like this is this is real. People are genuinely terrified about what's going on. And he's not a friendly ghost. No. Um, I wrote that with no comedic <laughs> intent. I just wrote down not a friend. He is no Casper. We have no Casper on our hands here. This is a mean ass ghost. This is a mean ass ghost. I remember as a kid, like when Casper, when Boy Casper, like emerged at the end, came back for like one night. Yeah. I was not ready for how much I fancied him. <laughs> well, yeah, we like, because when you Casper and he's like, hey, I just, I want, can I keep you? And you're like, ooh, Casper, no. And then you see him at the end, bearing in mind I was also 12 when this came out. Oh, I oh, fancied the have... cartoon Casper. I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that veers into so many things that aren't okay. Like, isn't he like eight? <laughs> Shit. I mean, he's I don't ageless. Know, like, he's yeah. ageless, isn't he, Casper? Just edit that out. Then? Yeah, he's ageless. <laughs> I mean, if he's a ghost, isn't he like older Turn than eight? Volume, he's say. like a hundred and eight. Oh, maybe biting me in the ass when I get my first SNL gig. <laughs> <laughs> She's a ghost pedophile. <laughs> Cartoon ghost pedophile. Oh my god, what's worse? An actual pedophile that's a ghost or somebody that's a ghost pedophile? I don't know. Yeah. That is ooh. something to talk about. I mean, the first one doesn't exist, so. <laughs> so, there were some skeptics amongst the believers, um, especially one guy who said that he saw something which brought the credibility of this ghost into question. What do you think he saw? Oh, like a makeup line around the face where, like, that bit's white and then the neck isn't white or something. Okay, which is also how people do their foundation in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> anybody else? What would you see? They went to their friend's place and saw like sheets on the bed with two holes cut out. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Those are your sheets? You are very, 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 very close. Oh, so boring. <laughs> like, oh, so they literally just saw an actual human dressed as what we've just talked about a ghost yeah so they right. well they saw a guy fleeing from the scene and leaving a sheet behind <laughs> wow. wow which I don't know why you'd lose it like you've already been spotted don't go like woo like just <laughs> drop it on the ground oh huh. it's amazing so this ghost was just a guy in, in uh, and he had two outfits and yeah and he wanted to harass women near a graveyard yeah and what's wrong with that <laughs> there's no telling I can't see it yeah I can't um, see. so you've got a twitchy town You've got a possible ghost, possible ghost posers. <laughs> Who are you going to call ghost posers? <laughs> I'm going to keep referencing that, so bear with me. Um, but we know that this leads to murder. So without any further information, what do you think were the circumstances of the murder that's going to occur with all this stuff building up? Sorry, the one murder that... Were there's, several people murdered? There's one murder. Oh, oh there's only murder. one murder in this just whole story. One. Just one murder. Okay. So it's not so bad. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the thing that it changed the precedent of? Self-defense. Of self-defense. So it but must yes. be the, the guy that was dressing up as the ghost was murdered, right? Because Ooh. the other person was self-defending themselves against what mm. they thought was a ghost. And like, the thing about a ghost is you can't kill a ghost. But you can if it's a man dressed. So you can as do some you right. can do some stabbing with impunity. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, to be fair, I thought it was a ghost. I didn't know my knife would actually hurt the ghost because I didn't know he's a real dude. Yeah. Um, well done, Wait. team. You are you are spot on. This was a case of mistaken identity, um, the likes of which had never been seen in a UK court uh, before Ooh. now. So the victim was shot and killed by someone who claimed that they believed him to be the ghost. Um, now, again, the ghost was most often described as wearing white and being tall, and this unfortunately fit the description <laughs> and wardrobe of choice for a local bricklayer, Thomas Millwood. 
Oh, Thomas. I know. If you're like a kind of labourer or whatever, why is he wearing white? All right. Like for a start. But what was Thomas doing? Was he like going woo at the time or was he just minding (laughs) his own business? Have you met a bricklayer that doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Is this around October? Is this a Halloween thing? Was he having a good time? (laughs) Just trying to entertain. Um... These are all good questions, and that's an interesting one, because I had to look into that, Hannah. I have to say your name because I'm pointing to you. Podcast <laughs> listeners, good question, Hannah. Um, I could tell what That sounds like question. me and Katie had yeah. terrible we questions. Had, <laughs> we all had good questions, thanks. I, I was one <laughs> Hannah, the rest of you suck. I, I wagged my finger, which means I was pointing to every, everybody's a winner in my precinct. Um, Specifically me. <laughs> It also hit me as I was reading this. This is one of the few times that I've heard of a man being victim blamed for what he's wearing. Oh, interesting. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's the president for that, too. Yeah, like, oh, Thomas was killed. What was he wearing? Oh, ghost clothes. Well, <laughs> he was asking, asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Thomas had startled some residents on a few occasions before this incident even happened. And in fact... His wife begged him to stop wearing his white wardrobe because of this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my God. tale as old as time. So, Hannah, because I had the same question. I'm like, especially a bricklayer, why would you wear white? Because well, you're going to get white, red dust white on it. dungarees when they're painting and stuff, don't they? Well, so it turns out this was a traditional uniform okay. for bricklayers at the time. So it was like a white coat, like pristine white trousers and a white apron. And Sounds that like was, a surgeon. Like, or a chef. Yeah, yeah. or a chef. <laughs> well, in a way, weren't they cooking and cutting up our houses for our benefit? I don't know. <laughs> tried Sorry. To, that was... Tried to do yeah. something there. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> well done. No, you did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. But then I thought, so his wife's like, can you please stop dressing like this, Thomas? Like, you're going to get in trouble. And he doesn't listen. But then also, she's probably the one scrubbing the shit out of those white clothes <laughs> totally. every night. So that they stay yeah. pristine. So I feel, I feel for both of them. Just a little moment. Like, Stop nagging wife. me, woman. <laughs> yeah. So she would later testify in court. He had said that he frightened two ladies and a gentleman who were coming along the terrace in a carriage. For that man said he dared to say, there goes the ghost that he said was no more a ghost than he was and asked him, using a bad word, did he want a punch <laughs> of the head? I begged of him to change his dress. People talked so funny back then. (laughs) That is a verbatim quote. So good. Nice. So good. Um, Are we we allowed to use bad words on this? Oh, yes. Okay, cool. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Oh no, that's that's like her quote and oh. used a bad word. Okay. I was like, uh oh. What do we think? <laughs> what do you think the bad word was? Like, did he want a cunting punch of the head? Like, who knows? Yeah. I wish it was cunting. So it's that not cunting. That would be then. great. Yeah. It might have been, we'll never I mean, know. We, can't, this is we can't rule that out. <laughs> so let's talk about the perp. Um so do you think it was a man or a woman who shot Poor Thomas the bricklayer. There can't did. be many women with access to firearms. Or in could pick them up. They're huge, <laughs> heavy. Yeah, and they were dainty. Um, I I would say man. I okay. also think a woman would probably sort of like before shooting say, "Are you a ghost?" <laughs> so I think it was so sorry, a man. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, bear that in mind. <laughs> you bring that up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. we do have the quote of what happened right before. Wow, this is an amazing story. Yeah, this I love I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought just one murder could be this much fun? <laughs> this is great. 
Um, it was indeed a man. Um, it's a follow-up question. Do you think that this man chanced upon Thomas, who he thought was a ghost, or was he out, like, ghost out hunting. for a fight? Yeah, was he ghost hunting? Was he like Liam Neeson it? Like I was just looking for a ghost. Ghost was mean to my eyes. Oh my eyes, god! And I'm just out there looking for a ghost. <laughs> because Sorry. my friend got attacked by ghosts, and yeah. now I play more ghosts. My pregnant daughter and my elderly wife were taken. Uh, I feel like you don't take chances. I feel like if he was, if he had a ghost coming at him, somebody dressed like that isn't. Nor like you, you don't, you don't go. Let's see what they have to say. <laughs> you just, you just go ahead and self-defend. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this guy was looking for trouble a little bit. Like he's carrying a gun, which I don't think in everybody carried all the time in okay. Hammersmith. I feel like it'd be a, that's not the Hammersmith we know and love. Well, <laughs> I feel like it would be a minority of the population yeah. that carried a gun. Yeah. So he's already looks a bit up for it. Mm. and if everyone's scared of this apparent ghost in white he's obviously thinking I can get away with this mm. all I have to do is kill everyone in white and say I think it's a ghost this guy was looking for a fight yeah. uh, Francis Smith decided that he had had enough of this pesky ghost in fact he was the man who coined the phrase I ain't afraid of you <gasps> wow get out girls no of course that's not true oh my god our minds were blown (laughs) wouldn't that be amazing oh my god so it was a stupid joke but in researching this case i did i did on earth i'm fucking fuming (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna get over that (laughs) so in researching this case i did unearth what i think is a very exciting fun fact that was not written anywhere so i kind of feel like i've added something to this story of your um so that will come up again yay Okay. Um, you pissed us all off. Yeah. Just, we, know, I just, we were so happy and now we look like such dicks. At, <laughs> we believed you. At no point when I was typing this did I think anyone would believe it. So I just didn't I didn't anticipate this response. Yeah, it was so dry and perfect. I you thought just, you'd go like, oh, like a pun. I thought you'd be like, oh, oh no, we shut were, up. You fooled all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen Amanda's face. I mean, like, so she, so she, so she stopped. She's like, what? Like, I, you can, this oh is bad podcasting because nobody could see, but oh my God. Do you know what we could do delighted. is edit all of this disappointment out and just leave it and just wait for Twitter to be like, I don't think this is true. <laughs> like, Sally from amazing. New Mexico will get very upset. Oh. Hi, Sally. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I made her up. Don't worry. Steven from LA is like, actually, I wrote the lyrics and I did yeah. not know. <laughs> yeah. right. a coincidence. So, my next question, again, because this just came up for me, like, do you think that guns kill ghosts no no people kill people ghosts, kill ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yes I was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, now I feel like a double like idiot over to get to that I was like oh please <laughs> <laughs> but even if you're being practical like that is the last weapon I would think like this will be effective because the first rule of ghosts is like you, the, everything goes right through them well, okay. maybe maybe they had less rules about ghosts back then, because if there was an, a physical ah, apparition, yeah, they like, didn't have Patrick Swayze and so, all that. Yeah. So this man thought he was killing a ghost, not a man dressed as a ghost. He thought he was killing a ghost. Also, which is, did, go, go ahead. Uh, he was out hunting 
Ghosts. Have he you... headed out on a ghost hunting mission with his shotgun. Because what about silver bullets and stuff? I don't know oh. the historical background of werewolves <laughs> or vampires. Wait, I do know. No, wait. <laughs> no, when Bam, no, Bam Stoker's Dracula was like late 1800. Anyway, so he, if he had a, he probably didn't have a silver bullet anyway. So this is probably. No, this was just, this was just Francis Smith's shotgun. Okay. Just his run of the mill shotgun. He's out on a one man ghost hunting mission. And like any good ghost hunter, he got drunk first. Yes. Yeah, he did. So he goes to the pub. And the night of the murder, he actually crosses paths with a night watchman called William Girdler. Girdler, sorry, Girdler. Um, at the corner of Beaver Lane. <laughs> oh yeah. Literally, just just for the teehees. Um, do we think that the night watchman that he crossed paths with approved of drunk Francis toting his gun around to kill ghosts? I feel like the ghost maybe was terrorizing the place a bit so maybe he'd be like yeah come on in bring your gun see okay. what you can do i i think not only was the night watchman into it like the whole pub was like everybody was encouraging he was like i'm out to kill a ghost tonight and they're like you're gonna do it man you're gonna do it <laughs> and they're like high-fiving i mean the hottest girl in the bar is coming up to him like hey you're like a hero and like he's <laughs> you know and she's kissing him on the cheek and wishing him luck and like it was like, everybody in the town was excited yeah after when you kill the ghost what are you doing after yeah, <laughs> come on over to my place, baby. Take a take my number. It's uh, seven <laughs> Beaver Street. <laughs> I bet you're. I love it. Sixty nine Beaver Street. <laughs> come on. I have no like no accounts of what happened in the pub, but I'm a hundred percent sure that that's exactly what it was like. Because he's walking in with his gun, and like probably everybody knows each other, so they're like. Oh, I love the fact as Francis. well like it sounds amazing because you guys are doing these great American accents because you're <laughs> yeah. American but actually it'd be like come to Beaver Street I know yeah. <laughs> have a little bit of that have a little bit of me <laughs> can you do the woman hitting on him I want to hear that in a British accent yeah, English accent the, girl, the which one the woman the hitting one. on him oh, yeah. Yeah. oh you're lovely <laughs> <laughs> Come by for a cuppa. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I was offensive. She was funny. I was offensive. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is why we do this. Yeah. Um. Also, that stereotype stands up. We do like tea. I literally just had a cup of tea. We like tea and fucking. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a stereotype. It was just that she was offering him a cup of tea to come and fuck. Oh, so yeah, I was I like, how about tea? I like tea. And even if she wasn't, <laughs> I love that super judgmental. I like tea and fucking, and I'm all out of tea. Shall I run to the shops? <laughs> I will go right now. Okay, I'll be back. Oh, never run out of tea. No. Okay. Do you think that's why there's like 300 bags in a box? <laughs> so you never have to fuck your husband. Like. One more thing, she's running through the streets like Bridget Jones in her underwear and a cardigan. <laughs> It's snowing. That's that's the mental yeah. image I had. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Let's get back on track. You guys make me sore. Is that why there's 300 bags in the back? That's so good. That could be like Tetley's tagline. Like, so you'll never have to fuck your husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... The watchman was all for it. He said, when I get off my shift, I will join you at 11 p.m. This was around 10.30 p.m. Wow, this is like a lynch mob for this ghost. Yeah, yeah. but the meeting never happened because soon Francis ran into innocent bricklayer and part-time white walker Thomas 
Millwood. A witness would later testify that Francis yelled, who and what are you? Okay. Didn't wait for an answer, uh, Hannah George, uh, as, a, as a woman may have. Yes. And just shot him, just panicked and shot him. Hit him in the jaw, killed him. Wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. horrible. I know. So they took uh, they took Millwood to the black line. So it, it, he was described, Francis, uh, you know, people came around, they heard the gunshot, and he was really agitated. I mean, he this wasn't a premeditated, like, oh, like he truly well, thought. He he'd was seen as a ghost, and he was... White as a ghost, whatever. Um, yeah, his really anger issues are, you know, poor yeah. guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to like, you know, but no. just, I'm just painting the scene as I read it on my very, very good sources. Uh, so they took Millwood to the Black Lion Pub, which still stands today. After he'd been Hammersmith. shot. Okay. Yeah, because oh they thought God. there was a chance they could could save him. <laughs> just um, get him a, was get him a, a drink. Hospital just course. get him a drink. <laughs> just, pour, just pour, <laughs> some, pour whiskey some whiskey on, on it. Wow. <laughs> I think I've been in there. It's still there. It's still there, and there's a plaque uh, about these events that is there now, so it was all worth it. We should go wow. right we now. We should go right <laughs> now. <laughs> Drunk women field trip. Yeah. It's the perfect place for us to go. We'll post a picture of the plaque. So they called a doctor around, but he, no, he could not be revived. So Francis is tried for the murder of Thomas Millwood at the Old Bailey. Um, fun fact, the first time I Was that another here, pub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they do everything. Surely, surely it is. That's great. Oh my God. Um, the first time I heard someone talk... I don't know if you moved over here and you're like, yeah, I know what the old Bailey is. The first time I heard somebody talking about it, I literally thought they were talking about old Baileys. Like yeah. the drink, and I was trying to make sense of it, and I was like, <laughs> "They were just somebody." It just came up in a conversation, and I was like, "I don't." I just thought they were talking about Old Bailey's. Also, of all the Irish cream, of all the Irish drinks, cream. that's the one that you they feel like could it. go off, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear Old Bay Leaf, which is like, and wouldn't that just be a dried bay leaf? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be fine. Make some soup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the defense argued a case around mistaken identity. They basically said that Francis had honestly believed that he was shooting a ghost, and on that basis, he should not be found guilty. You're the same lawyer as OJ. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it set a lot of precedents. Um, what was the verdict, do you think? Um, I think everyone hated the ghost enough that actually they might be like, yeah, he's innocent. Okay. There, but for the grace of God, go us with our shotguns. Mm. Yeah, that's good logic. Um, hmm. Was there like a jury at this point? Like, I don't know how, mm-hmm. like, okay. Yep. So I think he was, yeah, I think he was not guilty um, because uh, nobody fucking liked that ghost. Right. <laughs> Slash Tommy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the law had to change 180 years later, I feel like he was found guilty. Mm. And then maybe the law was changed in favour mm. of mistaken identity. But the thing is, mistaken yeah. identity for a fucking ghost. That doesn't feel like that should stand up. Did we ever figure out how Tommy killed that one person? In the- it's Tommy to me now. <laughs> like, is that... Because that was... He definitely killed somebody. Tommy? Thomas something is a ghost. The, the, so the guy in white. Thomas the bricklayer. Quote unquote. But he's he was a ghost, quote unquote. Yeah. Right? Like he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like somebody died because of him. Well, he died. No, well, he died. Well, he's the victim. No, but the, but, oh, the, but ghost, she means the, 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 the old woman. woman and the pregnant woman. All the other oh. all the other victims. Oh well, that okay. Because that's, that's, an that's still an unsolved crime. If this guy is okay. completely innocent, okay. which it sounds like he is. Yeah, you're taking. I mean, you're taking 
a little fable kind of seriously. I think th- I really oh, right. think that okay, was so just to like guess what the ghost did on Tuesday. I was just going by the information presented yes. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> That's a really interesting oh, question though. Like was this guy ghosting on the side? Or was someone else doing way? it too? Right. Like I feel like somebody right. was fucking with people. Well the sheet right. suggests the sheet yeah. with the holes in or whatever yeah. suggested um, that they Oh, were. you guys pay attention. I love you so much. <laughs> also, it's such a first recording. If people if people were judging this guy yeah. for wearing like like treating him how they treat women yeah. then I feel like they blamed him not the guy that killed him mm. okay okay um, it, all of your answers have merit I just want to make that <laughs> very clear um, Hannah you're the you're the closest this is interesting what chain of events happened though because I'm starting to notice a teacher's pass situation <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't reach your legs so it's just just whoever's closest okay? <laughs> oh dear um so the jury convicted him of the lesser charge of manslaughter right that was the outcome that you, you can't be hung for presumably right okay at the time no and probably still katie i don't know why i said that i have no idea what i'm talking about um but the judge was in such disagreement with that the outcome. jury. Yes. So the judge wanted him to go down. Yeah. So the judge instructed the jury to disregard any argument given that mistaken identity afforded this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't finish this sentence. <laughs> he said disregard that argument because it's not valid. And he forced them to deliberate again. Wow. You can't. That's not what a jury does. Ooh, right? Let's go to a dramatic situation. I feel like this is a soap opera. The judge was sleeping with Tommy like on the side mm-hmm. secretly. Ooh. And Tommy's the ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, his, and his wife like because she nagged so much. He was like looking for something on the side. And they had this relationship that was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and they would go off and and and, yeah. and pick strawberries and stuff like because yeah, um, you know, and then and then and then he got killed. He's like he just liked to dress up, um, and so when they were like, oh, he's not that guilty. He's like, no, he's super fucking guilty. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the drunkest thing I've ever said. <laughs> oh, I'm impressed if that's the case. I'm like, what a nice yeah. story. Because if we're gonna write the movie of this, we need to embellish. Yeah. Maria, that's great. Hmm. Um. And and um, I, I didn't even know that a judge could say like, no, I don't like that verdict. Go back. Like I Which don't know. Actually, sets a precedent. 180 <laughs> years yeah. later, that judges had to go with jury rule. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so, what do you think the second verdict was when he sent them back <laughs> to deliberate? Oh, innocent. They can be like, fuck you, judge. Okay. We do what we want. <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh, I if love it. Was. it. Mm. They're just like, this ain't no judge Judy situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess that they were like, he's guilty. Hang him. Yeah, guilty of murder. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Hannah Maria also said the same thing, but Maria. fuck her. <laughs> Maria, I'm mentally touching your leg. Oh, right now. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Really, really oh, I don't like that. This has become the running thing. Now. <laughs> well, I'm fascinated by is that we all want to be touched. Right? <laughs> it's not like creepy. It's like yeah. Anyway, 
It's like a weird spiritual show, like touched by Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag it's not me creepy. Too. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I gotta touch you for that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's really good, guys. <laughs> hands are so soft. Uh, yeah, so they got sent back into the chambers. He was found guilty and he was sentenced to death, Fuck. like Maria said. But eventually they uh, lessened the sentence and he was sentenced to a, a year, just a year, with hard what labor. What a roller coaster yeah. ride that guy was <laughs> on. My God. Seriously. Sort of guilty, super guilty, not that guilty. He's just like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he starts haunting the town for real. It's a cycle. (laughs) Was there an appeal? How did he, how did they just overturn it? So the case would take another, I don't know. (laughs) I literally know what I've written down. Sorry. Um, The case would take another turn when a man named John Graham came forward claiming to have been responsible for at least one of the sightings of the ghost. Oh, John. You guys were right to remember. He said that he had been annoyed um, that apprentices from his workplace had told these ghost stories to children and scared them. So his solution to this was to dress up in a white sheet and scare the shit out of those guys who had scared the children. Right. (laughs) You put that together. Huh. <laughs> you scare my kids. I scare you. I, I think Wait, I'm... who's this John guy? I'm so I'm so sorry. He's a random <laughs> short term memory's a bit gone. No, 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 it's fine. He's a random guy in the town that came later after all of this happened. So he's Francis has already been sentenced, and he admitted, like, just so you know, I did dress up like the ghost on a few occasions to scare some guys at work who pissed me off. Like, basically, oh, he was like admitted. trying to get notoriety for something because this was getting like. The talk of the town, basically, and he was like, "Just you know, I fucking I did that too. <laughs> I did it too." I mean, I yeah, yeah, I have so many questions about John Graham beyond just. Ooh, <laughs> would you like to <laughs> <laughs> Um So yeah, just a little, just a bit of a side story so, there. Wait, um, are you getting this? <laughs> <laughs> so the implications. Of this case were finally clarified during another case in the early 1980s. Katie, well done on that. Um, <laughs> touch me. Uh, no, no, no need to. Come on, you've got, you've got long arms. Reach over. Okay. Um, a man had witnessed what he believed to be one person assaulting another person, attacked the man he believed to be the assailant. Uh, however, it turned out that the alleged assailant was actually taking away the other person on suspicion uh, on suspicion of theft and was not attacking him. Oh. So the person he attacked was actually trying to foil a crime. Basically, right. he just misread the situation and thought he was helping somebody who was a victim. Um, it's very complicated. I, I'm so confused, <laughs> and I'm wondering if we could just not... Should we act it's, it out? It's basically... Yeah. Oh, yeah, please do. Okay, it's, ready? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will say it so that everyone understands. So, Hannah has just stolen something. Sounds like I've, me. I've witnessed that, so I'm going to drag her way to the police station that's not too far by. That's how I'm going to like deal with this. So I grab her by the arm. You should have since arrested all the time. her. You think I'm assaulting her because my hand is on her arm, so you come over and kick the shit out of hey, me. Hey, bitch. <laughs> Yes. Right. I'm, I'm just sound effects. <laughs> and actually, she just grabbed me because I said something funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put that part into it. Yeah. Um, it's like so when... you see what I mean? So okay. his defense was, I thought that that person was being... It's down. like when the police shot that black security guard that had apprehended that guy in that nightclub. 
Do you remember? time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah seri- right. like, sadly, seriously. Well, that's the other thing that this raises is, like, wow, you can get into all sorts of unconscious Yeah, you can bias. just claim. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So it's um, even more complex than this, like, resolution, this ruling came to. But um, in this case, the person who had intervened initially was convicted of assault, but appealed on the grounds that he genuinely believed the victim was committing the crime. Um, And after considering the case, the judges agreed with this argument and overturned his conviction. Um, This kind of brings us to the end of the case, because the precedent has been, you know, solidified. But guess what I realized, guys? The year that this case happened, and that all of this was settled... um, you know, the case of the Hammersmith ghost murder finally put to rest was the same year that Ghostbusters came out. Oh! 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 Are we allowed to sing it? 19, <laughs> 1984, guys. So let's go out on a little Ray Parker Jr. and I'll sing it at different points in the song and off key. Let's do it. Okay. Jerry likes the girls. Busted makes me feel good. Well done, guys. Drunk women solving crime. Okay, what a journey. Um. Guys, we, we finish with a listener crime. Um, and we've been holding on to this one for a while. <laughs> that was our producer's Still class, me. by the way. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> this is from Emma on Apple Podcasts. Emma, thanks for sending this in. And, and for the lovely five-star review. Please review us. Review yes. us. We never ask for that, but we want that. Review us. It makes a difference. Individually. Who's the best, Hannah? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously me. So if people could just review saying Sorry. Hannah is definitely the best, that would be appreciated. Where do I press touch your thigh on iTunes? <laughs> yeah, but it makes a difference. It keeps us going. It makes us feel like it keeps our self-esteem. So review us. Give us a good review please okay i used to live and park on a popular student street one day i got into the car and discovered the radio was crackly i assumed it was just the car on its last legs because it was 14 years old but when i got home i realized that the aerial had gone missing i replaced it thinking that it had fallen off a week later i glance at the car and the aerial is gone again this went on to happen four more times I spent 25 pounds replacing the stupid metal stick. That's my favorite line. (laughs) (laughs) The stupid metal stick. So I could listen to the radio before deciding it would be better spent in the pub while she solved her own crime there. Um, (laughs) One month, I even bought a spare aerial, kept it in the house, and attached it every time I went out before realized I looked like I had lost my mind. What kind of thief needs six car aerials? I feel like she answered her own question when she said, popular student street. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because that's the kind of stupid ass shit you do. Uh, Hannah? (laughs) Well, let me tell you, uh, Emma from Apple Podcasts, I've got to say, what I'm most impressed with is I have my aerial stolen from my car and I was literally just like, I guess I don't listen to the radio now. Like, she replaced her fucking aerial and that I'm impressed with. I am too. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's yeah. actually for a student as well to like literally if something gets stolen or something breaks, I'm like, I guess I don't. I guess I live in the dark now. <laughs> the light bulb's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so she's really like, 
I'm she's very got impressed with her. Real get up and go about her. Yeah. She, it, I know. And we don't know what she does now, but I bet she's amazing at it. Because obviously not to put a post-it on it that says, please don't steal yeah. my Ariel. That's all you have to do. People are nice. People are generally kind. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll only steal it if they're really, really hungry. Do you know what I think Maria would have done? It's just put her coat over it. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Or, or just listen to uh, Spotify you yeah oh I'm just kidding I'm this sorry is a, she's well, a real person I think so. that's just a <laughs> that could be do you know the ra- the radio the ones that you press down and then you pull it up when you oh yeah, yeah do you do that on cars yeah you, we yeah. used to have a car that did like a retractable area really? yeah oh, okay. I don't know if they I still mean, do there are certain cars remember. that if you if they're so expensive if you try to steal I saw this on comedians and cars coffee, but if you try okay. to steal the emblem at the at the hood yeah it like pulls itself in and like oh, goes into the car wow. so you can't do it and then a big hand comes up with like a, a fuck you oh my god <laughs> that part was unnecessary but they had the best time no, like <laughs> my brother knew I'm trying to it doesn't it doesn't matter this is one of those stories where I worry about how I set it up and like it doesn't fucking matter just it's somebody my brother knew let's leave it at that um but he was an engineer and he lived in like dodgy part of town his car kept getting stolen and he had a piece of shit car so he spent like days and days rigging it up so that if you tried to steal it and you were in the car that all the doors would lock the windows would lock and the alarm would just go off really really loud that's awesome that's a great idea that's a great way to use your talent I think so the first night that he like left the car again he's upstairs and he just hears rant 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 and he went down and there's four guys just like (gasps) oh my god um, whoa I fit it with That's water quite as well. scary, but there's just <laughs> It just slowly though. fills with yeah. water, too. And, and you, you just, just like, just watch them drown. Awesome. I <laughs> 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 you were my favorite one. <laughs> you know. Hannah is the best Apple Podcast reviews. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like, I mean, we've gone to Hammersmith and back, guys. It's been a very good one. Maria, we have enough time and then some to ask you, what have you got going on? What do you want to tell us about why can't I construct sentences today? I thought that was a sentence that thank was, you was that, oh, that thank was a sentence you. that was really nice I appreciate that um, <laughs> what have you got going on um, I have I have a lot going on but I never this This is like um, when you're in an interview and they go what do you want to ask us and you're like ooh <laughs> um, so, why are you so sweaty uh, <laughs> I have my own podcast ooh yeah no big deal and um, but it's, it's called Frank I co-host it with Olivia Lee we talk to people about their relationships we ask questions we have no business asking whatsoever <laughs> and it's a lot of fun and uh, so that comes out weekly on um anywhere you listen to podcasts okay. and radio haha so, yeah so the frank and then and i've um, definitely not been in a guest i've not, I've not been in a guest i Taylor's been a guest. Taylor's on been that, a guest. Would she's, like she's, she's been a guest. We, you know, we deleted that episode. That. I wish you would. Um, I was like, whoa! Like I shared. I don't. Take what? That was an awesome. I, it was, okay, but yeah, um, Taylor was on, and she was fucking fantastic. <laughs> and uh, and then and we stay sober, unfortunately, because this is way more fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're really onto something Not with this drinking anymore, thing. Not anymore, drunk Frank. <laughs> But other than that, like I'm constantly performing and doing other things. So just check out my website and it'll direct you to my Twitter and my Instagram and other things that I'm doing. It's mariashahada.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Maria. You've been awesome. Thank you for having me.
Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hey, true crime fans. Have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Each week, us gals pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to the topic. Past episodes include necrophilia, cults, Crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, exorcisms gone wrong, all this over a bottle of wine, or let's be real, three. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! Cheers.